You were cutting out like crazy, man. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, hold on. You were good. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just start it a minute. <laughs> we hanging out. <laughs> we smoke an absolute penis. Welcome to another episode of Dumb Bitch Binging. Uh, I'm the little streamer who has the politicians of this city cowering in fear. <laughs> And I'm the Joker, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about the Batman. More than anything, this is what I was born for. (laughs) And I'm doing it for free. (laughs) Do what you love. You never work a day in your life. And this is the one specific day that I am not working, except I did work for seven (laughs) and a half hours. This this fine... (laughs) I will not say what day we're recording on. Simply should have called in. (laughs) I should have. Just for the fact that outside of work or the podcast, my wisdom teeth are making a very desperate push to enter my mouth with the rest of my teeth. And I've been in excruciating jaw pain for the last... But life goes on. (laughs) Villain origin story. The The teeth flirt. (laughs) <laughs> laughing gas and all that <laughs> Joker also has absolutely nothing to do with this Batman movie but <laughs> no exactly yeah <laughs> except for the deleted scene it wasn't even deleted he was in the movie no there was a deleted scene that was like 10 minutes of him in the Riddler Jesus <laughs> Would have killed myself. <laughs> just hanging out in there. <laughs> just playing go fish through the fucking padded cell walls. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, I love this movie. I don't think this is a surprise. <laughs> no, this movie was tailored to you specifically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only way it could have been better is if Poison Ivy was here. And she wouldn't, won't be? And she won't be. <laughs> um, I have to accept that the only time I get to see her is uh, for Uma Thurman, who, again, this is not like anything negative towards the, the portrayal or the actress herself. I did not think was a great Poison Ivy. Just sometimes things fit, and for me, Uma did not fit Poison Ivy, but I'm in a minority here, so that's fine. She fit, she fit the Poison Ivy of the time, is how I would mm. say that. The character of Poison Ivy is <laughs> unrecognizable since the 90s. Yeah. 
not in a no. bad way uh just Different. two separate characters yeah no and like i'm sitting here complaining about like a decent poison ivy when there that movie's dick grayson was more rick grayson so <laughs> bob grayson no like for real like he was just essentially they just took the i don't that movie definitely came out before the whole rick grayson thing um where dick got a traumatic brain injury and became an asshole (laughs) (laughs) in bloodhaven um but like that was essentially what the character was (laughs) so I don't know yeah, why I'm upset but... about Poison Ivy. Uh, it's nothing to do <laughs> Anyways, with Anyways, we're here to talk about The Batman. <laughs> Directed by Matt Reeves. Who uh, gives a shit? <laughs> it's Robert Pattinson's Batman. Let's go! <laughs> I just point out because this was uh, initially going to be directed by Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he was Can going to direct, produce right and star in this um and then he left in 2017 his one man <laughs> show i'm glad with the one that we got i like i genuinely i think this is such a phenomenal movie i this movie is what like 4 minutes from being 3 full hours um and that's for the cinematic cut i cannot imagine how much raw footage there was for this film uh <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters twice. Yeah, like, it's a great movie. <laughs> and I am a notorious, like, cool hour 45 is my cap. Uh, and I'm also just like, you know what? Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big bat fan. Uh, our comic dichotomy here is Josh is more of the Marvel, I am more of the DC. Um, specifically, I'm more Vertigo Dark Horse, but that's not a superhero, so like this is kind of where my <laughs> camp is at. Um, yeah. <laughs> most of that, again, is just Hellblazer, which barely a superhero, but <laughs> <laughs> big, big Bat Family. Um, not Bat Family, but that was the household I was raised in. <laughs> specifically we're big batman people uh yeah some of my sister's first toys ever were batman action figures isn't that batman and scooby-doo and if that doesn't say a whole hell of a lot about her (laughs) (laughs) yeah i grew up grew up with batman as well um has i i like batman but Growing up, he was never one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, still isn't really. I like the side characters of the franchise more than I like Batman himself. Oh yeah, uh, this movie did not change that in any way, shape, or form. Um, this Batman, but it's it a was, very good movie. This was almost incredibly, like, fully devoid of agency. Like things were happening to him. He was not at all making decision. It was insane. Um, I adored it so desperately. It like I can hear fanboys 
like the specific subset of fanboys, like an art, like foaming at the mouth, chomping at the bit, hitting that iPhone keyboard for all they're worth. I don't like this Batman because I liked Robert Patterson. I like Robert Patterson because I like this Batman. Like, I did not like the man uh, at all <laughs> before this film. And then I saw him being a sad, little, pathetic, wet Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, I understand it now. <laughs> In a way that Twilight could never have hoped to get me. <laughs> I still do not get it. But... <laughs> it's the... It is his, his performance. His performance was very good. Um, oh God, yeah, he went insane for this role, and I, I think it's so fun. I love the like, like all interviews prior to this film. He was like, "I'm only gonna do crazy, insane indie movies now." I think, and then he's Batman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'm only doing crazy, insane characters now." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This movie was phenomenal, though. Like, the writing is stellar. I think this is one of my favorite ever depictions of Riddler. And, like, I love campy as shit Riddler. And this is not campy Riddler at all. No, not at all. But this is phenomenal. Um, I have questions about this penguin. Yeah. <laughs> This no, is a this pretty is a, standard penguin. This is a bog standard penguin, I guess. Instead, the phrasing I should have used is I have questions about how the rest of Gotham kind of views this penguin. Because not once have I ever seen the Iceberg Lounge be a straight up like EDM club that is just full f- bald face like this is run by the penguin would you go to a nightclub run by a man who looks like a background character or perhaps a season three villain of sopranos oh they would that's that's very standard for the comics too penguin always has like the iceberg lounge is never a villains only thing i know but it's like it's usually (laughs) like a lounge you know (laughs) like well i think it's been a club since 2008 or something was when it that shifted but it has been a club for a long time this is the first i've been introduced to this iteration of the iceberg lounge (laughs) and it kills me i think that's the most insane place you could go party because it's like what does that man know about dancing well he doesn't need to know anything about it it's money laundering yeah but it's like i don't think any i don't think judgment to I don't think any club owner on the pl- planet is any different from the penguin in this movie, actually. So it's, it kills me. I would not go to that place just because I have a preconceived notion. Of, like this is probably gonna fucking blow. Yeah, but the everyday people in there do not know that the penguin is running it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> the police know that some of the people who work there, if they're like You've high up a- in the hierarchy, know it. You have to be dumb as shit to not connect the penguin to the iceberg lounge, though. Like, it's named the iceberg lounge. I think that the iceberg lounge is only the underground part where, like, the monitor and the DA's hanging out and stuff. And the club is, like, loud and busy and covers up all the illegal stuff going on under there. That, That would make a lot more sense, and I think it would gel a lot better. 
<laughs> well, that's, that's fully <laughs> how I assume it works. Mm-hmm. I feel like either I didn't give this enough thought or you're giving it way too much thought. Um, and this is really like anybody <laughs> that reads the, the comics. <laughs> <laughs> like the penguin uh, is not ever walking through the front doors of the iceberg lounge. Is it's yeah. I I <laughs> relating to that. I had such a hard time mapping out that location with every season. Like, I did not know where anything was in relation to, like, underground, above ground kind of shit. Like, the dancer dressing room, I could not fucking tell you. And then there's, like, the Falcone, like, pool room also. That Like, where is that? It didn't look like that big of a building. I, I, I did not have issue placing any of it. I had so much pro, like so much with that shit. I was like, where exactly, like, where is this in relation to anything else? There were back hallways. Where? I mean, when he was outside of it, it was easily like in at least like eight stories and like a block long. This was not a small building by any that, means. It did not look like that from the outside. It did. It did not. Eight <laughs> stories? Are you fucking... Yeah. It did not look eight stories. Eight stories is not big in a city. Yeah, but that built it did it looked like maybe a two level outside of the basement. It absolutely did not. It did. It did. <laughs> well the we're gonna spend the whole fucking hour arguing about the schematics of this location and not talk about the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea where you're pulling this from. I literally was watching it like an hour ago. Bullshit. <laughs> you didn't see that building then. I don't know what you were looking at. I did at. see that building. <laughs> we have crossed the bridge if you do not understand spaces in movies before. <laughs> No, I don't understand spaces in general. It's not not my fault, nor the movie's fault. (laughs) I I refuse to be to be cowed in this. I will not concede just for a matter of pride. Now (laughs) you can believe what you wish, but this was like a full sized like city building. I uh all of the stuff we saw in the movie and probably some offices and stuff were definitely in there. <laughs> no, what? Yes. This is this is not a small building. Oh my god. Okay. This is insane too. Like um can we talk about the number of villains that were in this fucking movie? <laughs> yeah, uh two. Three. Catwoman's <laughs> here. She's not a villain, not in this at all. But she's part of the rogues gallery, so I'm going to call her a villain. She's not a villain in this, but like she's one of his villains in this movie. You yeah. Know? I just insane. meant in terms of like Yeah, narratively yeah. she's not. Um but like that's a good chunk of the rogues gallery like main players. And I wouldn't even call Riddler like a main player at, at this point in time. Yeah, but consider again, considering that she wasn't 
in the role of a villain at all this is very standard for batman movie amount of villains yeah like it's a very standard amount of villains for a batman movie considering that um catwoman is taking on like a not a sidekick role but like anti-hero i guess she was fully just his partner for the duration of this movie like it's just insane that like we got three of his like big name like adversaries i guess in the first fucking movie i've never seen i guess one per hour this is insane like like the very first one had like the joker and one or two others yeah but joker was the main one and well, it's yeah, the Joker. Chris you're expecting. <laughs> you're expecting. If it's the Joker, I'm expecting to see quite a few others just being like, "Oh, you're so big and scary, the Joker. <laughs> you deserve to be Batman's number one nemesis. <laughs> you are so big and scary. <laughs> we are so afraid of you, little clown man, <laughs> waif ass, <laughs> twig of a man." <laughs> He's evil. I, that's that's so scary yeah, about it. Yeah, he's so he's so fucking evil and scary. But no, I yeah, I I literally did not question the amount of villains once. <laughs> I I don't know. Penguin has a grand total of like fourteen minutes. Yeah, so like that's like my <laughs> thing is like, what was the point in including him to see the Teen Wolf twins? <laughs> I mean, I think it's just. This was very much just centered on the actual like crime mm-hmm. aspects of everything, and yeah. that's really all that Penguin actually like does. Yeah, is like he's like part of the mob. He works for Falcone. He it's so funny. Like when you sit back and think of like the 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 core of so many of these characters, it's like. Batman's rogue gallery is so varied in like the kind of crime he deems worth getting involved in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Joker's like straight up joke killing people. Um the Riddler's a terrorist <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Peg was just straight up in the mob. Like he so is Falcone. Like obviously they're working together. Um in this movie, Batman also took a police corruption. <laughs> Literally all in a standard day for Batman. <laughs> he faces whatever the fuck he's got going on. Mr. Freeze is like... <laughs> Two faces the DA. Yeah! <laughs> I just... Catwoman is doing jewel heists. Batman... Gotham is so funny in like the opportunities that you have as a villain. Killer Croc is eating people in the sewers. You can do anything you want. You could be <laughs> land literally of, land of opportunity if you're evil. Honest to God. <laughs> and it's just one dude and his six sons <laughs> that's trying to stop you. Yeah. One one dude, his <laughs> six sons, and his cousin with severe anger issues. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes, like the other day, it's uh, it's your co- quote unquote like coworker who is now his ex fiance that's trying to stop you for whatever reason. <laughs> she was cool a week ago, and now 
suddenly she's a problem with mass murder. <laughs> Selena, come on. <laughs> it's fine. It, it, and then, like, Solomon <laughs> Grundy's also here. And that man's a zombie from the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> you got everything you got. Literally all normal things for a mid-sized city. In Jersey, yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, in Jersey, too, yeah. Literally everything about Gotham makes sense when you realize it's supposed to be a city the size of New York in Jersey. In Jersey, yeah. <laughs> Dude, for real, like, of course there's a swamp in there. It's Jersey. It's New York, Jersey. New Jersey City, baby. <laughs> I'm swapping here or whatever, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm selling dope here. (laughs) (laughs) The situation's like on the boardwalk and you got fucking Clayface two stores down. Also hawking t-shirts. It's a a mess. I I really did I mean I'm not like what am I defending I already said I love this movie I, I'm so enamored with the fact that we decided to go back to like the crime thriller uh, detective aspect for Batman yeah I liked it a lot it, it was so refreshing <laughs> um I think I liked that it was more focused on like the detective aspect of it because mm-hmm. that makes it a lot easier to like fit all these names in it too. Yeah. Um just because it's like you don't have to have this like big villain moment for like each of the villains. No. And I do think the selection that we got, um, obviously Catwoman was there because they want uh, people to think about them fucking but penguin and riddler especially this iteration of riddler so very well for the the concept of like a crime thriller oh, it was insane it worked phenomenally i cannot fucking be- like this script was so fucking tight i became um not a worse person but i am different now that i've seen this film because it's like <laughs> i the marvel marvelification of superheroes and superhero film as like a concept has really been like we let it get too rampant to the point where like this fucking rules and i just didn't ever think to expect this from a superhero film Like, yeah, it it doesn't take it too seriously, and it's not like overly grim, dark. Like you're just gonna fight till we uh, kill each other, kind of like Batman v Superman, which right. DC tends to do now. <laughs> um, and it was still like there's a little bit of comedy in the the Robert Pattinson wet <laughs> soaking wet sad cat. <laughs> like weighs nothing kind of ridge boy vigilante it's a little bit funny (laughs) (laughs) um 
But Riddler did blow up a whole city. So Yeah. There's <laughs> levels here. I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. No, I yeah, I thought it was all really well like balanced. Um like they actually made use of all three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of movies don't. Oh god, for real. Um I, like, because the I only do think... other movie that I saw around this time that I felt made use of the bloated runtime was Dune, and that's because it's a fucking adaptation of a huge ass book, and they didn't cover the whole book. So... <laughs> yeah, like the only thing that I didn't like was like we really barely saw any of like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, and like looking at it here, they said that this is supposed to be like his third year of being Batman. Mm-hmm. So he's still pretty new to this, but I would think by year three he would have learned to like balance it a little better than we mm-hmm. see him balancing it here. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he's not well. No. Um <laughs> no. This man has not eaten in three weeks. It's also <laughs> which it's I don't know. Like we know from the one little scene that this is already a post Joker as well. Yeah. So I'm like, that would be my only like big complaint with this movie is it's like, if this dude has already dealt with and locked up the Joker, why is everything so much for him in this movie? Mm-hmm. None of this should be like an issue. For yeah. He should who had to deal with the Joker already. Yeah. No, like, I don't have an issue with, like, the concept of Joker being Batman's, like, main arch nemesis, you know, like, whatever. It is, it's just how it is, like. Yeah. And so, like, with this movie, and I I also don't have an issue with, like, starting your franchise without focusing on the Joker, because I'm tired of the fucking Joker. No, yeah, none of that is my issue. It's just, they tried to nemesis the Riddler, and the Riddler's never been, like, a nemesis. He's kind of been, like, I'm gonna have a silly little fun time with uh, my friend the Batman, um, but I will kill people. hmm Like, it's never been about, like, you know, like, I am world-dominating, I'm getting one over on the Batman. He's like, I'm gonna create some intricate little puzzles. Uh, human life needs nothing to me. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's that kind of a thing. <laughs> so they really, I, I it's I think also it just trying I to sell it, you know. Yeah, and I, it's just I would have liked to see again that balance between Batman and Bruce Wayne a little more because it also mm-hmm. the big twist towards the end where you find out the truth about like his parents and stuff. Oh. Like, means nothing when we've barely seen him be Bruce Wayne. Like... (laughs) Like, we see so much of Batman, almost no Bruce Wayne, and then they're like, and we're gonna rock your world and be like, Martha Wayne was actually, before she got married, Martha Arkham. Like, that means shit to me. (laughs) In this context. It's like, Like okay... You barely did any work to endear Alfred to me, and it's fucking Alfred. Alfred played by Andy Serkis, too, which yeah. is so funny. 
<laughs> Young ass Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like again, none of this to say this was a bad movie. It's an amazing movie. It's just that was my biggest disappointment. Like mm-hmm. you just can't plan this whole twist around his family when we've never seen him as like human being Bruce Wayne exactly dealing with his family legacy in any way until the very end after this big twist oh yeah like i absolutely and even then he was still dealing with most of that as batman it's like yeah you know post failure like the seawall has broken and stuff that's much more of a bruce wayne issue than a batman issue dude Mm -hmm. We just like he—he he never. We never saw him act as Bruce Wayne. The only time he was Bruce Wayne was at that funeral, and that was just barely, you know, like that was like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still sad, wet rat, and it's like I—I I understand like the angle they were going for for this. I really do, and I can't say it didn't work on me, but like I'm okay seeing Bruce Wayne in this light. If you were also going to stick to the concept of the the secret identity works so well because it's so unbelievable that it's Bruce Wayne. So yeah. he like he can act very similar to like in the cave, like mask off but still in the suit Bruce Wayne at the manor. But once he steps out in public, you have to <laughs> have him act wildly different. No, and I get you know, artistic liberties and artistic Mm -hmm. reasoning for portraying him this way and stuff and for the most part it's very effective but also that's just pitfall of dealing with such an established character yeah because it is and again his batman was fantastic very flawless felt like batman but when you have the other side of him so well established too and you take such a distance from that it's gonna like stand out Mm-hmm. Um, for better and worse, you know, like yeah, like I can't think of another superhero DC has where it's like so drastic of like a superhero and their alter their alternate identity being such separate characters. Well, I mean, Superman. I think the core <laughs> of Clark Kent and the core of Superman are the same. Like they are both very genuine. Oh, they are. I just, yeah. I just meant in terms of being two fully separate people. Yeah, like that was like longest running secret identity. <laughs> but yeah, no, but I don't. Like... I don't think DC has a juxtaposition like that either. Except, I guess, kind of Green Arrow, who's just watered down Batman. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, and like the thing with Green Arrow is, I don't give a shit, and no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Because it's just watered down Batman. Yeah, and it's like literally you literally down Green to the Arrow. secret identity. Yeah. Like Oliver North is the same as Bruce Wayne, just exactly. Jittier. It's like people I hear people sometimes talk about Green Arrow. Who's talking about Oliver? Nobody. <laughs> who's who's fucking like it's let's talk because Oliver is diet Bruce Wayne exactly like he's the most interesting thing about Green Arrow is his wife <laughs> which like you know what even if he was more interesting it'd still be like overshadowed by the fact that he's snagged Black Canary yeah which is good for him but <laughs> fucking him me and the baddie I pulled by being all of generic. us <laughs> 
<laughs> That's Bruce Wayne in this. Yeah. <laughs> Me and the baddie I pulled by being a sad, sopping wet rat. <laughs> what? It's so funny. And it's and it's absolutely intentional, like the way Bruce Wayne was handled, like Matt Reeves literally said the like Bruce Wayne side of it was inspired by Kurt Cobain. Uh, if if you couldn't tell by the everything and the soundtrack. by the Nirvana but, <laughs> playing anytime it's on screen, but like <laughs> I just again I get that that was a deliberate choice. It's just one I did not completely care for. No, it does, it's just not authentic to Bruce Wayne. Exactly, it feels like this is like it, alternate yes. universe. Bruce Wayne, who is an extremely different person from the established Bruce Wayne, which again, totally fine. It's just, it's just a line that is hard to walk with established characters. That's yeah. like, like I would not attempt it. No, so it's like more prop, all the more props to it. But it's just like, well, here's the thing. Also, is like I have more fun with the pre-established. Like I like it. That's the other thing too. It's I like the <laughs> brooding Batman contrasted with like playboy philanthropist who everybody's in love with. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. I think it's so fun. Um, I would love to explore. <laughs> I think I <laughs> know more about Batman <laughs> when there's not as much juxtaposition like in this movie. It's like. If I was a rich person in Gotham, I would see that sopping wet Bruce Wayne and be like, I bet he's Batman every night. Yeah. It's like <laughs> like straight up. Like it's like, how come Bruce is never at parties? Do you think it's because he's the Batman? <laughs> like you have to have that further juxtaposition to mm-hmm. kind of buy the whole like nobody knows thing. Yeah. Oh my god! Like it's just—it's insane to me. Um, like, I just—I just—you know—I just—I'm so enamored with the concept because I think it works so well. And also, like, this didn't happen in this movie, but it's like, hopefully, fingers crossed, the next one we're getting it. Um, once he starts collecting many orphans that somehow yeah, coincide so with the appearance of very young vigilantes that look a lot like that, it's gonna, it's gonna be so be- funny even harder to deny especially with how young they made this Bruce too yeah yeah like 32 year old Bruce Wayne just adopted a 17 year old like I'm gonna lose my mind I can't be so funny um We've talked almost nothing about this movie, and I don't want to get yeah. too far into like potential. Like, I hope Dick Grayson's in the next movie, but like, I hope Dick Grayson's in the next movie. <laughs> but to talk about the things that were working, um, the plot, the yes. writing is fantastic. Um, Again, phenomenal Riddler. Really well done detective kind of plot because it's very film noir kind of detective plot, which means. Yes. It's- really easy to follow when you're stupid. <laughs> Which both of us are. 
exactly. See, it's see in the our title name. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that helps the plot move along that it's like it is detective but it's not overly in depth and detailed and like <laughs> death on the nile where we had to spend 30 minutes at the end to wrap everything together yeah <laughs> like it was easy to follow um the riddler was fantastic like the way they approached the riddler was just really cool that's that's a good example of where going away worked really really well for them oh god yeah fantastic take on the Riddler where he's this like um I would say kind of like anarchist figure on in a niche online community um and a terrorist like straight up and like it was very effective I mean we've seen so much of this like in real life over the last several years with Mm -hmm. these like very online domestic terrorists like straight up yeah so it worked really really well in that sense because it felt real Mm -hmm. um which made the riddler really scary which is not something i ever thought i was gonna say no (laughs) never once have i been like like but i was so impressed the like yeah (laughs) Prior to this, my favorite Riddler because it was so just fun. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Like, and now it's like Riddler has never been one of like the Batman villains where it's like I really care about the motives. But yeah, like, and this movie got me to do that. So like, kudos to the Riddler. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is like, oh, this Riddler fucking like this Riddler has a point. Um, Kudos to the writers, because yeah, yeah, like this Riddler is working towards something, and it's still like threatening, and he's and it's it's still true to the character and the fact that he's like leaving these little clues, like the the nineteen fifties like Hallmark card like clues. Yeah, very cool. Mixed with like the homemade like death traps. I think fantastic. Because I, I I think there's, like, a way that, like, if you go, if you try to, like, make the Riddler too, like, serious of a threat, I can see how a lot of writers would stumble into another Joker or another Scarecrow. Yes, and that's why I think the Riddler was a good choice for this in that it is post-Joker, because they're going for a more serious tone, and you're not going to escape the comparisons from the Dark Knight if you do that mm-hmm. with the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they chose a different villain and it still worked really well. Like, mm-hmm. And I do want to specifically make that comparison because it's that's another example of a Batman movie where they like took the villain in a more serious direction and it paid off. Yeah, I don't I've never seen it, so I can't speak much further on it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I do I think it worked so well. Um the, the oh God, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, I, I don't want to give any kudos to Paul Dano um, because h- him going out, like, I went crazy, insane preparing for this role, and it was, like, the most, like... It's so funny every time they do that. Yeah, it's, like, it's not necessary. And, like, also, 
I absolutely could give the exact same performance. I've had no training, Paul. <laughs> so take that how you will, <laughs> I guess. Um, negatively. But <laughs> it it's still like it doesn't mean like it didn't work for the character they were trying to sell. It's just like it's not that deep, Paul. <laughs> yeah, and it it worked great. But <laughs> Anytime any celebrity who's like playing a villain or whatever is like, I went insane crazy to do it. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. It's like, (laughs) it didn't fucking pay off. This is just a normal performance to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Not going to get into a (laughs) whole argument of like method acting and stuff, but Mm -hmm. uh, it just seems unnecessary. That's all I'll say. Jared. You're supposed to be an actor. You are supposed to be able to yeah. just pretend to be that. You're but... so bad at your job, you have to convince yourself you are that man. Exactly. But anyways. Mm. Uh, I thought the penguin worked well um, in saying that that's Colin Farrell in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like the further we get from like the inception... The funnier it is, a concept of like just a three-piece suit mafioso <laughs> in this world, like yeah. I I think it's like the less I can take him seriously, um, just because it's like, especially when they're trying to make him seem like serious, it's like he's working with a bunch of dudes wearing like huge white t-shirts over sweatpants. <laughs> And why are we trying to take him seriously is the other yeah. thing. Yeah. Here's another argument that I will agree with is I think the best on-screen penguin was Danny DeVito. There's like literally no argument to be made no. for any other on-screen penguin. No. Is the thing. I think the the best penguin is just Danny DeVito. Uh, because like he was absolutely not serious. That man lived with penguins in a underground aquarium. That sunk into the sewers. Yeah, it's so funny. It is. Um. Um. And then for our other, uh, rogues gallery member, we have Catwoman, uh, played by Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, my favorite part of this feel? movie overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was good. It, it's definitely again. A different take on the character a little bit. Yes. Um, this is similar to this Batman. This is a much younger, more naive, more inexperienced Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that they took them both back in a way that still, they still had the same dynamic that they've always had. Yeah. So it still worked for me. Um, I, like, obviously... My favorite Catwoman is always going to be Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she put her whole pussy into that role. Like, there's nothing else to be said. <laughs> um, but that's also, again, I thought this character was more of Selena Kyle than it was Catwoman. And the way that yes. Batman was more Batman than Bruce Wayne, Bruce this Wayne. was more Selena yes, Kyle than so Catwoman. Yes, you were so fucking right. Um, yeah. So it almost feels unfair to compare it. Um, so I thought it was I, really good, but it was just, again, she never felt like Catwoman to me. 
that I think that's my hang up with it is like it doesn't feel like Catwoman, and you were so right. I don't know how I didn't fucking connect the dots. Like I said, I still think they have Mm -hmm. a good dynamic. I think she's still a well written character and a very compelling character, but she never felt like Catwoman. No, she was Selena Kyle first and foremost. Like, like Batman was Batman before he was Bruce Wayne. Was you were so you were so fucking right. Um. And I think that's like kind of why I have a little bit of an issue with the dynamic is because I it, it, the way that everything kind of shaped up in this movie, he had a lot of power over her and a lot of the dynamic. Um, and I guess I just prefer like them kind of being on equal footing vis-a-vis secret identity, like levels of competency. Like she just started catwomaning. <laughs> when he's he found her um but it's again it's not bad i think that's my big issue is like it's not what i was kind of craving for a depict relationship yeah and i guess it's, it's coming from a i'm bisexual angle and not like what the straight on audiences want from a straight relationship I yeah, think that's the it, crux that, of it. <laughs> that's understandable. Like I said, I think it was a good performance and a well-written character and everything, but it did not ever quite feel like Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about the Gordon? I didn't really have thoughts. Really? I love this commissioner gordon like a very um like second alfred kind of <laughs> dynamic <laughs> where he was just like <laughs> yeah you can like kind of be up to your kind of nonsense but i'm going to like mentor you <laughs> yeah that, I, I mean that's that's typical gordon I yeah, this was the least like least changed character. Oh, so yeah, it, it was just. I, I just thought it was the, good. I don't think I, it was bad by any means. It's just I did I not think, think about it. <laughs> the character itself isn't different. I think the dynamic is greatly shifted with Bruce's age. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They aged down Bruce and Alfred. Yeah, but Gordon is still Gordon. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is fun. <laughs> so, like, the Alfred-Bruce dynamic, it's shifted in the fact that, like, we don't get a lot of Bruce. We just get Batman. Uh, yeah. But the the Batman-Gordon dynamic is, like, considerably shifted. But, like, because it's, like, kind of not... It's kind of hard to, like, have him not be obviously, like, 30. <laughs> at the... <laughs> Like, young, you know, like... Yeah. Like, Batman's, like, 30. So... (laughs) He's very new to this. (laughs) And Jim Gordon's like, literally, I have been arresting people that are crazy insane. Might as well have people arresting people that are crazy insane that are crazy insane. (laughs) Yeah. Look, that didn't that didn't really feel any different to me from their normal dynamic. 
I think, like, I don't know. I expect more of, like, a more of an equal I just I'm expecting a lot more equal footing for the Batman relationships I'm guessing <laughs> <laughs> outside of like the Robins you know, that I'm expecting think, a very different relationship <laughs> I think my Gordon take is partly because like a lot of the actual comics I read are like early like young Batman like time frames mm-hmm. so he always has this relationship with Gordon <laughs> In, in gotcha. the, like, Batman media I'm consuming. I seek out Batman media that um, exclusively <laughs> has Nightwing, so it's a it's very different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm nothing if not <laughs> consistent. Again, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's it's just like the the bisexual of it. Like I'm. <laughs> Att- I am attached to Nightwing. <laughs> That's kind of the the cut and dry of it. Um, but I, this plot is it's very straightforward. You know, like the Riddler's riddling, um, Batman's trying to stop it. Uh, red herring for um, Penguin. You know, like city floods. <laughs> But it's 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 so well weaved that like it's insane. Like it's a very simple plot. Yeah. And it's three hours, and not a single minute feels wasted. No, it did not feel like three hours. No. Normally, if I see a movie that's three hours, I'm insanely aware of the fact that it's three hours around the second hour. <laughs> this the Wikipedia um, plot summary is four paragraphs. Very small paragraphs, by the way. Like, just to set the yeah, scene. Yeah, they here. sum it up well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I really, like, I don't feel a need to, like, really go into the whole plot. No. Again, it's really straightforward. Um, but I just, it's just good. It's also shot really well. Um, I really liked that they picked. Edinburgh to be Gotham for this movie because it yeah. just was such a different take on Gotham, but it still worked really well. I felt it fit the the concept, especially the like the tone they were going for in this movie. I yeah. it was phenomenal. It was a fantastic choice. It's great. I just oh it all like the costuming. I mixed for me really batman looked good um riddler looked how he should have for this role yeah and i did not like the catwoman costume no no the catwoman costume was abysmal but like i just but the actual bat suit was phenomenal See, and I'm going to throw a curveball here. The thing that stuck out to me consistently was that one scene very early on in his, like, monologue where he's like, he's like, I have to be out all night and I have to make, like, people afraid of the shadows so that no one does any crime in Gotham. (laughs) Very funny way to go about it. You are one man. Uh, But, like, the mask for the drop head and just Mm -hmm. his whole general outfit I 
I'm obsessed with. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I thought the bat suit was incredible. No, not the bat suit. The guy who was robbing the convenience store. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I loved it. <laughs> I I just it I don't know. Like it it felt like some kind of like there's like an inkling of like in the back of my mind like some kind of like memory of like having seen something that looked like the mask he was wearing and like I got so fixated on it like it's all I could think about <laughs> that's fair I thought it was done so well I I like the the Bruce Wayne costuming um Alfred is in his suits as always you know I <laughs> yeah I mean I loved the the non-catwoman costumes for selena mm-hmm. her yeah. outfits were great um i mean I zoe kravitz was doing <laughs> a choice with that walk but <laughs> so funny. that awful wig they put her in when she went into the underground yeah like she was not moving <laughs> at any point except for to Flash that bob Roots around. Making her do espionage, and you're not gonna buy her more than a two dollar wig. Yeah. Oh my god, you got that at Party City. <laughs> she works at a fucking underground mob bar. You can't. You can't afford a better wig. <laughs> so funny. That's a business expense. It's a tax right off. She could write that off. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, so what are you doing? <laughs> Put that on her. Get that off her head. The synthetics. Are gonna... <laughs> She's going to get contact dermatitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those wigs are so bad. Those and the fucking acrylic she had on. Oh my god, that's all I could focus on. Like, <laughs> the wigs, the acrylics, and the fucking, like, ski mask she made herself. <laughs> the ski mask was so, so bad. So fucking bad. They were doing so much work to make Zoe look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's just, it didn't work because she's gorgeous. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> The costuming, I liked her actual outfits though for the yeah. most part. But the Catwoman costume was god awful. Which again, Batman Returns, we're not going to get a better Penguin or Catwoman again. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of costuming, especially for that cat, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. But, um, so to see this little ski mask, I was like, oh. <laughs> The little ski mask like that does not reveal, fit. Big reveal moment, and it's like this little ski mask with eye holes, and it's like baggy as hell. It's... It looks so fucking. And then again, the fucking acrylics that are so clearly press-ons that like they didn't even try to like blend it to the cuticle. Like you could snap that shit off with a fucking light breeze. <laughs> it's just a nightmare, straight up. Like I thought we saw the worst Catwoman costume. When Anne Hathaway was Catwoman and just had little cat ears on her head. Yeah. But I was wrong. No, like, <laughs> this is just genuinely so funny. And, like, 
they try to be like, well, it's because she can't, aff- like, she doesn't make a lot of money. She can't, like, she's living in this shitty apartment and all that. And it's Gotham and, like, not a lot of people have money because the the Waynes or whatever. But it's also, like, she can afford that very high quality you know what her cat suit. You know what her cat woman costume looks like it is? It hmm. looks like it's one of those like really cheap like little DIY at home cosplays of Halle Berry's Catwoman costume. Yes, like <laughs> with like a really expensive base jumpsuit. Like it, yeah. it's just like if if they wanted to go for it, put her in like cargo pants and like a zip up hoodie. I was gonna say you could have gone homemade all the way, and then it would have felt more in line with like the Riddler too. Yeah. To show that she is kind of a villain. Um, but they just kind oh of my God, that been half phenomenal. and half it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And like, it just it's also yeah. just like, she's not like a dancer or anything, but she does like work at least bottle service at this club, both the upstairs and sometimes the downstairs. So like, yeah. she would have like, she would have a wardrobe that's more expensive. So you could go Fully. with like she can afford like she puts her money she she lives in the shithole apartment because she puts her money towards her clothes. And that can fucking also include a decent mask and a fucking manicure. No, genuinely I hate this mask so much. I genuinely would have preferred if they're gonna lean into the whole like she works at a club thing, like put some Halloween cat ears on there. Yeah. It would have looked better. It would have. Or like, <laughs> a f- like they went all in on the wigs for her. I mean, not monetarily, but she had a lot of fucking wigs for this movie. Yeah. Give one of the wigs cat ears. Like, with the hair. Just something. Or like, two buns, you know? It would have been fun. <laughs> like, obviously, it doesn't fit with the whole, like, kind of emotive they're giving her where she's like I've got a kill which I'm not opposed to I think this is a great Catwoman in the portrayal of it it's just the costuming of this Catwoman <laughs> is so bad yeah they're so lucky Zoe Kravitz looks the way she does yeah. <laughs> because the, the <laughs> shit they were putting her in <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just I think that's it that's that's my takeaway for the <laughs> yeah obviously um poor poor Colin but like this is a phenomenal penguin I don't think he had he had any right to be sitting through all those prosthetics like just hire someone who looks a, a bit more like that <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> I love the scarring. I don't think I've ever it seen cool. like a penguin with like facial scarring. I think it looked really good. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and like he looked, other than that, like he looked like a you know how you expect penguin to look. He's wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm so excited. So. There's, like, no confirmation as of right now for what, like, there are two sequels already mapped out and a HBO series. 
I believe. Um, and there's no like news on like what the second of this the Batman entails. Like obviously we ended the movie very like pointedly like this is the Joker. Um and also like Penguin was looking out onto the city through the windows of the club like I will get my revenge. So I'm assuming Penguin's gonna be a bigger deal. Um it'd be funny if he wasn't genuinely just fucking dropped out they're like actually Bruce doesn't give a shit anymore about the banquet but what are you hoping for the the next um, villain um god I don't know I I think my pick would either be Scarecrow because I just always mm-hmm. would like to see Scarecrow, um, or Two Face. Yeah, it which, has like, been Two Face so has long. been done to death, but like Two Face, if they're going to continue this like corruption, and, yeah, like, dealing with the legacy of mm. his father and like all of that, Two Face is, is a good way pick. to go with that. Yeah. Um, but again, we've had a Two-Face in every film series, and, like, they've all been fine. Yeah. Like, so I don't, not necessarily my first pick, but I think what the one that makes sense, my first pick is probably Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. I think, I, I hope, this is my hope that, like, if they continue on with Penguin, he's absolutely going to be, like, about... I think the way he's working in this is, like, the same kind of amount of screen time and role in everything as the first yeah. movie. Like, I don't feel like he can do a whole lot more. Um, no, I agree with that. And I hope to God they keep Joker the same as, like, a looming threat in the background until they're ready to really wrap it up. Then I think we can utilize Joker. Um because the way they handled Riddler, it gives me a lot of hope for the Two-Face, now that you've brought it up. Because it's just, you're right that, like, Two-Face has been in every single one. I didn't remember that because of how bog-standard, unremarkable they have all been. Yeah. So I think that this movie could really utilize that. Um, obviously, like, I'm hoping for a Poison Ivy. Yeah. I'm not getting a poison ivy. I've made peace with this. <laughs> My hope is if I ever see her, if I'm ever to see her, well we it will be in that Birds of Prey sequel with Harley Quinn. Yeah. That is my hope. That is my best shot at it. Um uh my biggest want actually since the seawall broke is that that's how Killer Croc got in. <laughs> it would be so fucking fun. <laughs> Killer Croc would be such a shift in tone, but it would be like, hilarious. It's like real world, like threat, like like just like um, <laughs> dissenter, like real world, like kind of evil. And then it's like, and also there's this big fucking crocodile man. <laughs> now, I am also like, I have I have hitched my my uh, ship to like very 
wildly different Batman villains. Um, but I'm also, if it, it is all on the fucking table, would kill to see a Clayface. Yeah. I would do anything for a Clayface. I love Clayface. <laughs> I'd also be interested to see if they're going to keep going kind of the same direction as Riddler. Like, use some of the very other Riddler-esque villains, like Mad mm-hmm. Hatter and, like, um... Oh, God. Whoever the... The, like, calendar guy? Calendar yeah, calendar man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think that could be very funny as well. I I don't remember where I heard it. And it could have been just, like, just straight up my brother. <laughs> but, like, there is, like, some people were, like, saying that they heard that the next movie is going to be, um, I, I don't know how to correctly pronounce it, but uh, Zaz? Zaz? Zaz. Zaz. Okay. Um which would be very interesting. Oh yeah, that would fit very, very well with the tone. I think there's also would... been a lot of Deathstroke rumors yeah. ever since this this Suicide series Club. started. Yeah. So and all that. Like, I just I don't care about Deathstroke. <laughs> no, but if they're wanting to go this very like real crime feel. Mm. He's the oh yeah most likely like final bad instead of Joker. Mm-hmm. But I I am so excited. I am enamored with this run through. I it has given me so much hope for like especially with everything yeah. else going on with DC movies right now. Yeah, trying not to get my hopes up for anything because of all the shit going on with Warner Brothers now that. With this, mm. like, buyout, uh, a lot of things getting canceled and yes, stuff. Um, so we'll see. But this movie, hopefully, they realize how stupid of a decision all that is. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, this movie franchise is not plagued by the Ezra Miller of it all. So yeah. It's not like Flash isn't doing phenomenally all things considered with that. <laughs> They're having the time of their life uh, dealing with their um, insane <laughs> main actor. But all that being said, yeah, this is been... a fantastic movie. Go watch yeah. it. It's just, we have not talked at all about the movie and it's just, I, <laughs> I could talk more. Uh I love yeah. it so much. It three hours goes by like nothing. At this point, you absolutely could um, watch it in some ways where you could pause. <laughs> no, it's it's such an easy three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I loved it. I, I this it, we didn't even touch on like the ending scene. We're like. It's it's so much a departure from like the Bruce Wayne and Batman of it all, but like that ending where he's like, people love me and like what I do matters, and he doesn't have to run himself ragged trying to like, I don't like find yeah. a purpose in this. It oh, I'm so excited <laughs> yeah. for the next couple movies. I oh, want absolutely. sons. <laughs> yeah, 
but oh my god um watch this movie please dear god (laughs) uh i'm sorry if this is kind of hard to parse for anybody who doesn't really keep up with superhero media at all and only has like the most glancing understanding of the batman franchise um because i know we've kind of pulled some names without explaining um i'm not deluded enough where people don't know who two-face and scarecrow are but (laughs) man we did mention (laughs) you can follow us on twitter uh we're at dumb bitch binge we tweet out every time an episode goes live which is about as close to friday as we can make it um and that's about the schedule uh until you start giving us money to do this um my focus is surviving the fact that i have a nine to five yeah so (laughs) not to like this isn't gonna stop it's just not gonna be consistent it's gonna be weekly it'll be at some point during the weekend (laughs) yeah we just might be a little late sometimes but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can join us for our next episode. We're going to be talking about Naruto Shippuden Season 6. Very excited. We're going to be getting the new Sasuke squad. Extremely funny. So um, excited to see my boy. <laughs> all that being said, thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Bitch Binging. <laughs>